Hello world and welcome to my podcast, The Bull, The China Shop and I. This is a show for everybody who is ready to rock the boat and instigate. Some will call it a rant. I'm calling it an overdue cleansing of what is swept under the rug to make room for better, for bolder and for braver. My name is Isabella Izzy Tzatzek and yes, I'm an instigator, but on the side of the angels. Yep, I did steal that line from my second favorite TV show, The West Wing. It is all about the uncomfortable topics and challenges out there in the business world that we all know about, but don't want to talk about, or do we? What we're going to do on this show is to take uncomfortable truths apart and discuss direction we could take going forward to approach these truths for action and impact. So let's open Pandora's box and turn what comes out of it into goodness. My one for this podcast, raise voices, trigger change, and start actions and a movement. So let's get started. I'm grateful that you're here with us. Don't rock the boat. Don't burn bridges. Tread carefully, tread lightly. Anyone recognize this type of advice? Who has been given that type of advice? And more importantly, how do you feel about this type of advice? For me, this type of advice is a trigger point. A trigger point to ask why and what is happening here. So listening to my podcast so far, I think you've pretty much figured out that I'm an instigator at heart and hopefully also on the side of the angels. And what I want to do today is to explore the uncomfortable topics and actions around change and the steps we must take to enable change, accept and implement it. To expel the myth about change and extract the essence of change and its success. This is why today's episode is called The Bull, The China Shop and Change. So without any further ado, Let's see whether the session holds what the title promises. What is a better way than to start with some historic instigators? So today I picked the following three instigators. Martin Luther King, fighting for civil rights and basic equality. Galileo, going against the Catholic Church and thus the world with science and the women's suffragette movement, standing up for female empowerment and rights, challenging the status quo with change processes that have still not been fully implemented centuries and decades later. Let's pause a bit and think about it, thinking about where the world is now and what these three historic figures or groups have fought for is still not completed today. Change is always ongoing. Yes, it will have a start and an end point, And yet, it's a continuous evolution and more relevant than ever. So when you think about Martin Luther King, Galileo, and the women's suffrage movement, what do they all have in common? Well, they rocked the boat, they burned bridges, and they did not tread lightly. Going against deeply rooted beliefs, facing mockery, resentment, and even death. Here is the very interesting fact about change. I believe you do want to change for betterment 
equality, advancement, and at the same time, you must bear with rejection, resentment, and potentially every negative re reaction there is. But what if you don't start change? I found an article on Fortune, uh, the CEO daily email recently, and it was talking about political reform. Gail and Thierry were able to report some recent successes in their reform efforts, it reads. But progress is slow and uncertain, they say. Why? Because politicians from both parties who have benefited from the existing dysfunctional system tend to oppose change. They argue business leaders should be champions of the reform. Granted, this excerpt was on political reform, but it is change, right? Nonetheless, extract the key message here. Progress is slow and uncertain, and there are those who benefit from existing dysfunctional systems. Who is your champion and who is your challenger? Who has benefited from no change? How do we expect change to happen when we do not go where it hurts? It takes a special kind of person to be comfortable with the dark side. I get it. And how many of us are truly and honestly comfortable with the dark? How many of us really believe that it is always darkest before the dawn and that dawn actually is about to arrive? Some years ago, I coined the following quote. Our uncomfortable truths are the foundation of our permanent revolution and or evolution. So how do we expect change to be acknowledged, understood and accepted if we are not willing to rock the boat, lift the rocks and guide humans through the storm. Given some personal tragedies over the past two years, I turned to the Kubler-Ross stages of grief to dive deeper into grief itself. Some of you might know that this model has been adapted to show what people are going through during change. Leaning on the Kubler-Ross change curve, we will explore how the need for change must be emotionally felt within an organization and why we mustn't skip any steps, no matter how painful they are, for change to be impactful, so successful, and sustainable. I'll say it again. Change must be emotionally felt within an organization. If we do not feel the need to change deep, deep down, Will we ever want to change? Will it ever stick? Would I have become the person I am today without feeling an emotional need to change in certain scenarios for my betterment? So when you look at the Kubler-Ross change curve, and I encourage you all to look it up on, on Google, on the Google machine, take a second and and look at it, take it all in, because it's quite a lot that, you know, she does put together. And there are various, various graphs out there. Let me summarize it. So when I'm about to list all those different phases, notice what emotions show up with you during each step. You will probably feel some emotion remembering the last time you went through change. Also, what are potential strategies and tactics to address each stage? At the core of it all are human engagement and time. So it starts with shock, okay? 
surprise or shock at the event. Whoa, change is, you know, being called out. Change A change management process is started. It's the reaction of, don't take away my comfort zone. And it moves further down into denial, disbelief, looking for evidence that it isn't true, it isn't happening, rooting for change to actually be unsuccessful. Oh, yes. And it goes deeper. Frustration. Recognition that things are different. Recognizing different perspectives and sometimes feeling a feeling of being forced into change. Truly looking for someone to blame. And why do I have to go through this? Whose fault is it anyway? The low point is truly reached. We're going down even further. Go with me. Go with me. Depression, low mood, lack of energy, low morale. This is rock bottom. This is where you need to support a human, a group, a team the most. Because no one should stay in that step for too long. Yes, go through the step, go through the experience, but this is where support is needed. And then we move out. The next step is experiment. Just about bargaining. It's about initial engagement with a new situation, trying a new perspective. Kind of like, let me figure this out. Let me take my time. Like wearing a new sweater. You are not yet 100% convinced suits you. And it goes further up, right? Uphill. Next one, acceptance. It is about learning how to work in the new situation and you will see increased optimism. It is that step that really, really shows that people are okay with wearing that sweater and giving it a chance. And then there is integration where change is implemented and where you have to have a closing point. But for everyone who thinks we can close the chapter now, well, not so fast, not so fast. A crucial step that many organizations miss is the following. Change comes in small and excruciating steps. We mustn't skip any steps, no matter how painful they are, for change to be impactful, successful, and sustainable. Follow up and follow through. Change doesn't just happen once. It is a journey, an ongoing loop. Deliver short-term commitments as well as long-term goals and monitor feedback and behavior. Implement change management. This is where the management part of change comes into play because change is never complete. Now, how do we get there? What is needed to implement change successfully and for good? What I want to give you today is a very high dose of vitamin C. Yes, vitamin C, or as I call it, the antidote to failure. So I've broken down the complexity that is vitamin C into the following key components. For me, at the center stage, there is courage. And then we have clarity, community, connection, compassion, conviction, consistency, commitment. As it is with all vitamins, you do not just throw all ingredients, all vitamins, all components at the same time into change. 
depending on the stage you're in, you will need to, to up the dose on some of the key components while others are already paving the way and are at work, if that makes sense. It's just like taking your supplements, right? Sometimes you need more of this and or more of that. So let's go through the component, components one by one. Clarity. When I start with clarity, it means having clarity in your vision of how you want to make a difference and your community and support will find you. It truly is the why. If we do not have that clarity about the impact and change we're driving, it becomes confusing and messy and puts people off and you have them caught in an anger and frustration loop. Then there is conviction. It means showing up, leading the way through exposure and experience. Connection. It means listening to your people in your organization and understanding their perspective and their language so you can use it to communicate with them. It is about reaching them, meeting them where they are. Compassion. It means knowing and involving your champions and challengers internally and externally. Consistency. Well, it requires consistency and commitment over an extended period of time. Change isn't just a easy done one, two, three process. It does take time. Commitment. It means finding a rhythm that works for you and the organization to sustain change and have it stick for good. It is about committing to the start and the finish line and keeping it alive and breathing. Then there is community. Courage is easier when there is a community that is there to cheer for you, to applause you, and help you work towards acceptance and implementation of change. It is that old saying, you know, you can go fast and go alone, but if you really want to make a difference, find the people. It takes a village indeed. And then there is courage. It takes courage to reinforce the vision of how we want change to happen and to do the uncomfortable to take on stances and actions that feel intimidating. It takes courage to embrace the impact we want to have because the uncomfortable truth is change is uncertain and change overwhelms. Change comes in, excru in excruciating and small steps. Change also comes at a cost. Change is never complete. Change is felt different by the individual and yet change is a mindset. Change always starts with a me and turns into a we. Change is a stretch and growth, personally and professionally. Behind all the business stretches is tremendous growth. We cannot move faster than our personal and professional growth. The good news is that we can, however, expedite our growth if we have that why, that clarity, that consistency and give ourselves the right support to build our courage. Change is not just a process that impacts you in on one side of the business. Deep change changes you. Change is going through all layers of a business, of an organization, and of life. Change is worth it. I've always loved Margaret Mead's quote, and I believe this sums up why change is worth it and why it's worth fighting for. Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. Thank you for listening to The Bull, The China Shop and I. 
With yours truly, Isabella Ezizadze. If you like our show and want to know more about the podcast and me, myself and I, please check out www.thebullthechinashopandi.com and leave us a review on the platform of your choice. Oh, and if you have any uncomfortable truths ready to be exposed, let us know. We want to hear from you. Always remember this essayism. Your uncomfortable truths are the foundation of permanent revolutions.